Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 welcome to Left Chat, y'all. It's Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep, all that. Mm-hmm. It's Friday, y'all. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though I work tomorrow, but it's Friday. That's all right. It's all right. It's Friday, though. Definitely, definitely so. You know, at least you just had to test. Take me out. I love my little jingle. Check this out. I just love it. I'd be over here just getting all <laughs> Getting all prepped for the show. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to my brother, Boss One, and uh, Oakland, California. Appreciate him for putting our intro together. We thank y'all for coming and kicking with us here in the chat room, y'all. Today, we talking that talk about thank you for your for the support. But it ain't the support mm. y'all think it is. Oh, I'm Miss Felicia. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Hey, T. Hey, Alicia, girl, like you say, it is Friday. <laughs> Welcome to the chat, people. We hope you guys are ready because, as y'all can see, Alicia and I, we are geared to go. But just in case you missed last night's show, it yeah. was one to go back and listen to the archives. We had a great time last night, as we always do in the chat room. And it's because of you guys for tuning in and just sharing your time with us. So don't think it's not appreciated because Alicia and I so, so appreciate you guys for your continued 
foot. We really do. Yes, we do. So tonight, y'all, we got three fabulous. It's, it's four people on tonight. We having girls' night. We got on our fuzzy slippers and our uh, red cups, and we all sitting around. <laughs> we got our Twizzlers. We ready. We ready. We ready. This girls' night, so we about to go in. We got the fabulous author and actress Brianna Cole, author K. Sweets, author S. Raven Storm. And the fabulous author Teresa Brown, and so they coming to kick it in here with us in the chat room today, child. We're gonna be talking that talk about thank you for your support or the support. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing about support. I posted on this uh, on on the other day, day before yesterday, and um, it's the difference between support and somebody just kind of um, taking up space. So oh. support. Can, Support is an action word. Um, mm-hmm. You're doing something. So when people say they support you, if you don't see that action behind their words, that is not support. You see what I'm saying? That that's not support. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because there has to be action behind that. But I think, uh, especially on social media, you see so many people, and I think a lot of times it's because authors get frustrated. Book, the book business is a hard business. Mm-hmm. And it does get frustrating, but you have because you have to constantly think outside of the box to push your brand. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people get frustrated, and they're like, "Oh, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book." First of all, that's not effect, effective promotion, and dropping links in, in inboxes is not effective either. That's not effective promotion, and sometimes, especially on social media. I'm I'm going to drop one little jewel. When you're on social media, you might have 5,000 people on social media. That does not mean those 5,000 people are your reading audience. You see what I'm saying? You got to you got to know mm-hmm. who your audience is. And the people you are friends on Facebook with, they may not be your audience. So, if mm-hmm. you got family and friends, family might buy, they might not. Friends might buy, they might not. They're going to say, we support you. Mm-hmm. But, again, where's the action? Is there some action behind it? But other than that, just nod your head and say thank you. But you know that the action has to come behind it. And so you got to know mm-hmm. who your audience is, and you have to know if the people on your social media are your audience. And most of them may not be. That's because mm-hmm. your audience might be outside. They, those people on your Facebook are not the end-all, be-all to the world. They're not the last folks on earth. It is so many more people out there where that came from. You have to think outside of that book, think outside of your pen, think outside of your brand, and go outside and mix and mingle with people that you don't know. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? That's true. But, but don't get so wrapped up in social media and frustrated because you're dropping links and Nobody is buying the book. It just may not uh-huh. be your audience. Just like a um, review, you get a one-star review, you know, and you get really upset. And it's like, why did you get the one-star review? Did you get the one-star review because you had errors in it, or did you get the one-star review because they were in their feelings? Well, if they in their feelings, honey, you take that one-star review like it's five-star. Take it with a smile. Get excited because that means if you put that reader in their feelings, you did your job. And that 
at that point in time, your reviews become a sounding board. They're feeling a way mm-hmm. about what you wrote and the way you wrote it and how you wrapped it up, and now they want to let you know, I didn't appreciate how you let <laughs> Susie and Tom break up. And I'm going to show you that because I'm about to give you one star because I don't like how you wrote that. They and they still <laughs> you did your job. That one star is a badge. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's see? so true. Mm-hmm. So you take it uh, and, like you say, run with it because that means that that author put that reader in their feelings and she's, he or she is sending a message. Yeah, I read it all the way to the end, and uh, my book yep. was killed on page 89. Uh, I want you to bring him back yep. to life in part two. <laughs> right, right. That's your promotion right there. Boom, that's your free promotion. Because now whoever reads, because I'm one of those people that I read the one-star reviews first before I read the five-star, because your friends, families, aunts, uncles, cousins, Susie, Ray Ray and them, they giving you five stars. I want the one-star people. I want to see why you get one star. Them the people mm-hmm. I want to see. And so Absolutely. when you get on there and they like, page 89, now you want to read. Well, let me read about this book, boo, and see what's going on with this relationship. <laughs> I'm curious now. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's promotion. That's word, that is still word of mouth and promotion because now I'm like, this person in their feelings, I got to go see what's going on up in here. That's true. Alicia, I just want to add also as regarding that support. Sometimes the ones that support you the most are not even in your circle. You may not even know you're being supported, but you have those silent promoters, you know, those silent people that not necessarily is on any type of social media, but they love your work, you know. And, and that's how I was before I got onto Facebook not too long ago. You know, I used, I'm an avid reader for years, so I've always read people, but it wasn't until social media that it just brought a different dynamic with connecting and, and just following an author. So just because you don't see those things, likes or dislikes or whatever on social media doesn't mean that you're not necessarily being read or you're not necessarily being noticed. So always keep in the back of your mind that old school hustle is like the best hustle. That old school grind is one of the best grinds because you're touching people that may not necessarily be on any social media platform. Right, but everybody knows somebody. And I think the mm-hmm. best part, I think the best part is when you find out that somebody you don't know, but they know you, and and they're excited to, to see you, and they listen to you. And, you know, like the remember the guy that came on the show? So we had a guy that called on the show. We had an uh, author from Oklahoma come on our show. Um, mm-hmm. And somebody listened to that show. It wasn't like six months later. That he called in uh-huh. Six months uh-huh. later he called in And was like well I've been listening to y'all shows Since such and such came out We have no idea who he is But it was like wow it's really a good thing Or or when you walk in somewhere And people are excited to see you You have no idea who they are You just nod your head and say hey sweetie Not a clue <laughs> who they are But they're excited They're excited to see you They're excited about what you bring I think that you know you can brighten a room you can brighten a room either when you're coming in it or leaving out. You see what I'm saying? I'd rather make sure that you're the light that comes in every room. And so when people are excited to see you, they're excited about the energy you bring, the light that you bring. That is a blessing. That is a great thing. And you don't have to know who they are. Mm-hmm. That's so true. 
That is so true. But I'm going to be interested to see and hear how our guests take on our topic and what we've been talking about. And uh, for our listeners as well, if you'd like to chime in on anything Leisha and I are talking about. But speaking of that, Leisha, you know, we get right into it like we don't have new guests in the chat room. You and I just go at it. Let us properly introduce ourselves. My name is Miss Tony, and I am joined by the phenomenal and one and only Miss Alicia. But we have new people in the chat room in the in the in on less chat, and we want to say hey and welcome. But just to give you guys a little bit on what we do here on less chat, because uh, we do have some new people. But here on less chat. We love celebrating literature, and that's because Leisha and I are readers first and foremost. We know we bougie. We we are finally being able to say it out loud, let people know we are book bougie when it comes to our books. But we don't just celebrate literature. We celebrate all arts, you know, no matter what it may be. They have come through the doors of us chat. So make sure you go check out our archives. It is rich with so many jewels that our guests have shared with us. So you may find something that it in the archives that will spark you. But we love doing that in a royal way. We love to interact. We love interacting with our guests and our listeners, and we love to do it in a fun, intimate, and friendly environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is our guests do, and our listeners enjoy it well well also because, you know, you get a different feel when you come on a show, you interact, you lay back, you're having fun, you're talking, and you're dialoguing. There's just seeing a link on social media. So we so appreciate everybody that comes through the doors of us chat, and we hope you're ready for a fun-filled evening. we got some fabulous guests tonight. Like we said, we have the actress, beautiful author, actress Brianna Cole, and a beautiful Miss Kay Sweet. You can just tell by her name. She's just as sweet as she want to be. And we have our forever supporter, the Storm. I'm going to call her the Storm because she come up in here and she be moving things around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and Arthur, the wonderful Arthur Teresa Brown. And so we have a great lineup. We hope you guys are excited. Sit back. And just make sure you have a pen and paper because you never know a jewel these ladies may drop for you. So welcome, everybody, to Let's Chat. Absolutely. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with our first two guests, author S. Ravenstorff and author Teresa Browning. Let's Mm -hmm. play a little bit of that Georgia Clay. Busting my tail on a nine to five Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia Trying to doubt when I could just take it to 
out of frying the pain But my shoulders weight from the burden's lay Nothing's fruit from mistakes I made Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planted on solid ground Tell me why do I have to cry
now tuned in to the mother uh uh-uh, greatest right and royalty right. Yes, yes. Welcome back to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You and I got my right hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. That was the fabulous Xavier Lewis and then Ebony Archer. If you enjoy what you heard, just head over to iTunes and snap that up. They both are phenomenal, phenomenal artists. So we have uh-huh. our first two guests that are coming kicking with here with us. Now this one right here. She always supports us. She really does. And she always shows genuine love, and we so appreciate her. Welcome, Teresa. Hey, ladies. How y'all doing this evening? We are good, Miss T. Thanks for joining us tonight. Well, I appreciate y'all having me back, and as always, it's a pleasure. I'm looking to see what's going to happen this evening. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> Whatever do you mean? I don't know. What happened? What you know what? Y'all the two sneakiest ladies I've ever dealt with. You always come and drop a bombshell, so I'm sitting here like, what is it going to be this evening? <laughs> We we know nothing about what you say. <laughs> you got to let us know what you point. <laughs> Absolutely, we will. We try not to. You got to let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen since the last time you've been kicked it in here with us. Oh wow! You know what? God has truly uh, blessed me to host my first a literary affair. I did that in March, and it was absolutely uh, awesome. And I'm looking forward to the Literary Fair for 2019. And, of course, y'all know it wouldn't be me if I didn't have a book that came out. I've had a book out for, like, what, two and a half months, uh, the second part to A Black Man's Pain, which is A Black Man's Pain Unfinished Business came out, and it's doing very, very well. But I think my biggest project, to come is that I have a play in reference to domestic violence that will actually debut uh, October the 19th and 20th in the Concord area, and I am so, so super, super excited about it. Congratulations. You know you always keep yes. them going. So no grass grow up <laughs> under your feet. I tell you. No. We are That's so super awesome. excited for you, though. We are excited for you, and you deserve it. You work really, really hard. I went to her event last year. I'll be going to the one next year, so it was awesome. Make sure y'all are able to, if you're able, go out. If you're looking for vending opportunities, hit her up. But, yes, she she put on a really good event. It was her first event. She put a lot of hard work into it, and so I'm just super proud of her. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate y'all coming to support me because I feel like this is, like you said, support is everything. And without it, you have absolutely nothing. And it's not about the monetary gain of it. It's about Mm -hmm. unity and about us coming together, sharing our views, networking with one another. And you just might find out or or reach an, an artist that you had never seen or author that you had never heard of, and now you have something new to put in your repertoire instead of going through your Rolodex and you're reading the same things, branch out because I try to create a uh, ensemble of people that 
we didn't have last year that we, you know, are going to have something new this year, next year. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? The the new authors are the ones that I want to look out for. I want to look out for the ones that are unknown right now to some. Mm-hmm. I may know them, but you may not know them. And, and getting to know them and, and learning about their work, you know, is most appreciated appreciative because a lot of times they're scared to death but you know just y'all making them feel at home is is a great thing mm-hmm. you know Teresa this is Tony and I so appreciate you saying that because you know Leisha and I here on Let's Chat it's a free platform for our guests to come on we pick up the cost of that and like you said some people are new they're not sure of, of this barriers to take but they know that they they always know that there's a place here on Let's Chat that they can come share themselves and share it with our listening audience. So we so appreciate you for saying that. And I don't know if a lot of people know that this is a free platform. And Leisha and I, we pick up the cost to have our guests. So And we want to give them the opportunity to spread their wings and, and spread themselves to new audiences. So that's so important. That's another type of support as well. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we have our next fabulous guest, the fabulous author S. Raven Storm. Hey, Raven. Hey, ladies. How are you? We are good, Storm. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm hanging in there. I am just so glad to be here to speak with you, and I can relate on everything that you said because support is so important. It is Mm -hmm. the key. And, you know, sometimes you don't get that from the the people that you think you would get it from, like your family. I have family mm. that haven't even read one of my books, not one. It's like, amen. Really, you know, you're like, how can, oh, I told them you were author, they should get your book. Well, how can you tell somebody to read my book and you haven't even read it? You don't even, how can you promote what you don't even know how to promote? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's powerful. What's it about? Oh, oh, it's it's good. You just got to read it. So now, <laughs> if you don't read it, and here you are, family, what makes them want to read it? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. So support comes mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. I have a lot of support from people who just gravitated to me because of my writing. And I'm blessed for that. But like you said, you can have a lot of people on Facebook. Those people are not supporters of your work. They're just people that you end up linking up with or they're looking to see how many people they can get to befriend. They're not buying your book. Uh They're not supporting you. It's just people that you befriended. I have a, a group. It's my, um, what I call a fan page. And I call it FAM. It's F-A-M because it's, it's friends and because of the networking, it's like family. Mm-hmm. It's called Paranormal Passion. I got all the way up to 137 people on there in my group. I right now have 74 because I started deleting. Because, oh, well... I can see, people don't realize when they click on something, you can see who clicked on it on Facebook. You can see who Mm -hmm. viewed it. Now, if I ask you a question or I'm asking for support for something 
or I'm needing you to do something and you clicked on and you looked at it, you didn't respond and you haven't done anything, then you're not supporting me. Mm. I don't need I don't need you to be in my group because you hope that I'm gonna have a giveaway so you can put your name in to get something. Mm-hmm. I need you to be there to support me. So that means that if I'm at a function or I'm doing a virtual party or a radio blog, that means you're supposed to have my back. Right. When I come right. out with a new book, you're supposed to be posting my book on your page. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be letting your friends know who I am because you're supporting Absolutely. me. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say I have a so question. So you, mm-hmm. you both are such driven authors. I want to go back for all of those who are not familiar with your pens. What was going on in your world when you decided to pick that pen up and publish that book? We're going to start with Miss um, Teresa. What was going on in your world when you said, okay, I'm about to just do this? Well, to be, you know, totally honest, I had a friend, which is my best friend. She picked up my diary or my journal, and she started reading it. And I was, like, uh, looking at her like she's crazy. Nobody reads other people's <laughs> journals. And she wouldn't put the journal down. And I was like, um, chick, that has, you know, personal. She was like, it's so good. And she just kept reading and kept reading. And I want to tell you something. When I left a domestic violence situation and I decided to take my children and move down south to try to give them somewhat of a normal life, she Mm -hmm. gave me an envelope. And in that envelope, she gave me $500. And she said, don't look at it until you get where you're going. And she put a note in there, and she said, when you get settled, I want you to go after your – you're a natural writer. So she instilled in me to – move into the writing world, and I knew that I loved it, and I knew it was something that I wanted to do, but I was scared to make that step. But after her giving me that nudge, I decided to do it, and then I knew that I would catch hell, so to speak. I'm being transparent here, because Uh people said, why do you write about your, your storm? Why not? Because if it could help someone to not fall into that same situation or to better themselves, why can't, why couldn't I do it? So that was that was the reason why I chose to write the secret series. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And Storm. Well, um, my first love is poetry, so I was just doing a little bit of you know short stories here and there. And I had been doing that since high school because that was my extra credit. And I got involved in a group called Poetry in Motion under a young man named Amelia Mayfield. And he told me, he says, you're writing all these short stories. Why don't you just sit down and write a book? I said, you're crazy. How the hell am I going to write a whole book? He said, just let go. Let the story unfold. Instead of cutting it off, just let it unfold. And that was my first book. And uh-huh. it was so easy. It was so easy because the characters just seemed to come to life and talk to me and tell me what they wanted. And it just started from there. 
And ever since then, now I have a hard time writing a short story because it's like, God, I got so much to say. I can't shut this off. So now I have a problem writing, writing short stories. Wow. Absolutely. Now, I want to know, because both of you have been writing for a minute, what have you learned about yourself um, throughout your writing journey? Miss Teresa? What I've learned is to value my time, and I value the constructive criticism I've learned over the years because I've been now doing this 20 years, and I've learned so much, Teresa, that I have the confidence that at one point I didn't have, and I have Mm -hmm. the zeal and the empowerment and the motivation to continue to help others because what I do know is that at one point someone gave me a helping hand and I want to now be that soul that's going to help as many people as I can. So I'm always giving, always giving of self because I understand what it is to not have somebody like Storm said, I don't have family members that read my work. I don't have family members that support Teresa. But does that stop me? No, sir, it doesn't. It drives me to say, if you don't read it, somebody else will, and I am going to empower somebody else to grow, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with them not reading it. I'm okay with it. Uh 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 I love it. And Ms. Storm? I think, one, that not everyone who says they know what they're doing know what they're doing. I had to go back and redo two of my first books because the editing was jacked up, but I didn't know. I figured, hey, I finished the book, I give it to you, you edit it, I put it out. But now I know that when I give it to you to edit, I need to get it back, I need to reread it and make sure that you know what you're supposed to do and that it was mm-hmm. done correctly. Uh, to trust my gut, to know that what I'm writing, that it works, and not second-guess myself, that know that um, support, going back to support, going back to support, that you have a lot of authors that are out there. You'd be surprised um, the venue. It, it doesn't have to be in your genre. It doesn't have to be in your race or color. It doesn't even have to be somebody who is the author that has a helping hand, a ear, and can get you a little bit further than you already are. Because I've had a lot of people step up in a lot of different situations and help me out. And that I've gotten better, that I can see my growth. I know from my first book to my last book that I grown and developed into the author that I can stand behind my work and say, you crazy, this is good. This is damn good. So that's Uh what I've learned. Uh She said damn. Not damn good. She said damn good. I hear that. Go ahead, (laughs) Dee. That's that's great. This is Tony. Um, And I want to just kind of expound on Leisha's question. What has been what has been an author? How has being an author enhanced your life? Not just your writing, but how has it, or has it not enhanced your life in general? 
That's always a storm. Oh, yes, it has. It has enhanced it because it's given me an opportunity to really exercise my mind. I write paranormal. So I'm always outside the box. I think outside the box. And I tell people, I said, one thing about my writing, I have no guidelines. And it gives me mm-hmm. freedom to do whatever I want to do because nobody's going to come up to me and say, hey, a vampire doesn't do that. Really? Well, you go bring him here. And let me ask him <laughs> what he did. You know what mm. I mean? And when you look at the history of different paranormal, even the vampire movies, you see that none of them are the same. Some can walk in the daylight. Some can fly. Some run fast. It's just mm-hmm. on and on and on. It's always evolving. So it's just your imagination. I like the idea of knowing when I meet people that they know what I do, how excited they are to see and meet me. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of signing books and having an audience because it gives you a great feeling when somebody says, like about three weeks ago, um, I was talking to this young lady and I told her that I write and she was like, really? And I told her, yeah, and I gave her my name and she looked at me kind of strange. And she said, mm-hmm. wait a minute. She got her phone. And she pulled up. She's like, I got your book. I got your book. <laughs> She's mm. like, I can't believe I'm standing right here in front of you. Wow. That makes me feel good. You know? I can imagine. I'm not, I'm not no, you know, I'm not Halle Berry. I'm not Whoopi Goldberg. But it makes you feel good to know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you're recognized and appreciated. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Now, if we were sitting here two years from now talking about the things that you have accomplished, this is Leisha. What are some of the things we'll be talking about? Let's start with Miss Teresa. It's repeated again. Tom? If we were sitting here two years from now talking about the things that you have accomplished, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Well, what you're going to be talking about is True Heart. True Heart is my nonprofit organization that after, you know what, it's it's amazing that you asked that because you know how you set goals for yourself for 2018? Well, I have Uh surpassed all of my goals for 2018, and I am now evolving around my goals for 2019. So two Uh years from now, oh, my goodness, uh, True Heart, my nonprofit organization will be up and running and thriving and doing very, very well. I'm going to be working with men and women coming out of domestic violence. And, yes, I did say men and women because it happens mm-hmm. to all of us. And then I'm also going to be working with people reentering society after doing a prison bid because, of course, you do know that I um, went to prison. So I want to work with those individuals. I want to put them on a platform to where that they feel so comfortable that when they leave our program, they'll be able to go work where they want to work. They'll be able mm-hmm. to not go to the store and steal. They'll have that self-confidence that they can, you know, move mountains. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing for me. And I should have in another two years, another three books, because we're going to be another thing that's real powerful and, and important to me is uh, a title that will be coming out. What is the face of mental illness? Because people look at you and say, well, you don't look like you have a mental illness. What does it look like? And I'll leave it there. Mm. 
Oh, hey, girl. And Storm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think two years from now you'll be talking about my adult workshop. Um, I'm placed put together adult workshop for the arts, uh, whereas I have the people who do music, writing, spoken word, uh, painting, all come together because, yes, yeah, so many adults who have put their passion on the back burner for so many years. They might have done it when they was in college or in school or, you know, they play around with it at home, but they never stepped out of the shadow uh, because of not feeling like it was worth it or that they had an outlet. So I think that's really important, and that's what I'm working on right now. Also, hopefully, God willing, I'm learning right now how to do screenwriting because it's completely different than writing a book, and I'm working with some people um, who are helping me with a screenplay because I like to take one of my books and make it into a movie. I love Amen. it. I love it. <laughs> now, I want, both of you ladies have been in the industry for a minute, and you have experienced a lot. If you could drop five jewels on an up-and-coming author uh, or even an aspiring author, um, what would those jewels be? But before we do that, we, we got one hand up. So we're going to take this hand that we got up. Y'all want to take a call real quick? Sure. Sure. We got 803-597. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Tawanda, and I'm calling from South Carolina. Hey. Welcome. Hey, I was calling. Thank you. I was calling to show support to Miss Teresa. And I look forward to meeting you in Concord in October. Whoop, whoop. Thank you, Tawanda. Thank you so much for getting on the air and talking with us. And we appreciate all all the love. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're welcome. That's that support. <laughs> that's that's that support. That's right. Thanks again. Thank you, Sharonda. Okay, ladies, so if you could drop five jewels on up-and-coming authors or aspiring authors, what would those jewels be? We're going to start with Miss Teresa. I would say always listen, always listen to your first mind. Constructive criticism is a must. You've got to have tough skin. And do what it is that you want to do. Don't let somebody talk you out of your craft because just because your first book or a book that you're writing doesn't go to a publisher that you think that you're not good enough to be in this arena. You can't think that way because what may be good for someone else, what may be bad for someone else may be awesome for someone else. So you've got to believe in yourself. You have to be able to believe in yourself. And I say don't do it for the monetary gain, do it for the love of the art. You have to love what it is that you do because if you continue to do that, your pen will blaze. I mean, but if you're doing it because you think that this is a way to make money and that you're going to get rich, well, welcome to the club. I'm 20 years in, but I'm happy. So I want people to know that I don't do it for 
The money is wonderful. Don't get it twisted. The money is wonderful, but I don't do it for the money. I do it for the satisfaction of knowing that I could help somebody, that I could uh, give somebody something to sit on the edge of their seat and read it and say, hey, I've been there, done that, or I can understand it, or I can, you know, reason with it. So that makes a difference. Absolutely. Uh And Storm? Well, with me, one If you're writing, make sure you edit your book. Your book really needs to be edited because when people are reading it, that's going to be the key for them coming back. Also, it also gives you a good chance of getting a good review. Nobody wants to read something and it's all jacked up because sometimes we are so close in, in our feelings when we are writing that we don't see the mistake that's made. Mm-hmm. Two, don't be discouraged. This is not a a get-quick type situation. If you think you're going to write a book and boom, you are the next, next Brenda Jackson, it don't work that way. It's nine out of ten. It may never happen. So you can't just get discouraged the first time out the box. I like what you said earlier about people being in their feelings and giving you a bad review. Um, mm-hmm. You can't you can't go by that either. I have so many friends that are authors. I had a friend, she was so upset because somebody read the book and she, because she had a, uh, one of the characters gay, they trashed the book because they didn't, they didn't like it. Well, that wasn't your book, so then you need to put it down and kept on moving. I had somebody tell me that they didn't like one of my books uh, closed eyes open because one minute she was sad and the next minute she was happy. Well, if you kept reading the book, she's telling you she's dealing with this relationship that's got her stressed out, but she wants to love this man so bad and him to love her that she's going through these different ups and downs. So you can't uh. hang to everybody's criticism. You write from your heart. That's number three. Write from your heart. If you feel it and, and, and you're sure about what you're saying, write it because mm. you, that's you. Just put it on paper. Four, know your niche. You got to know your niche. You can't, you can't expect someone who is into mysteries to gravitate to your book if you're writing paranormal because that's not what they're into. So don't get offended. There's too many different authors out here, too many different genres for you to get hooked up on that. Find your find your lane and get in it. Because that's the most positive way. And then five, stay true to yourself. You gotta stay true to yourself. Don't let nobody sway you, turn you. If this is something that you wanna do, do it. I have people always, oh, why you want to write? Why you want to do this? Why you want to do that? Why don't you write street lit? Why don't you do a, a, this kind of book, that kind of book? Because that's not me. That's why. I'm not writing street lit because I don't write street lit. I write paranormal. If you're not into it, don't get the book. Mm-hmm. But you got so mm-hmm. many people that want to tell you what to do and how to do it and they don't have a clue on what you're doing. So stay true to yourself. Always stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was some powerful jewels you ladies dropped on everybody. 
Absolutely. Now y'all know here on Let's Chat we like to do something fun. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it was coming. <laughs> I've been sitting like back waiting on it. Storm, I don't know what they're going to have us do tonight. <laughs> hey, I'm down for everything. They know me. We they like to do something fun. I usually start. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm excited. to. We got a hand up. We're going to grab this hand, 973-592. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, good evening, ladies. Good evening. This is Irina George. I'm calling in from Pennsylvania. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm just calling in um, to say I've known Teresa for some years now. And let me tell you, she is a writing machine. She is always about her business and super motivated and always willing to help new authors. I am a new author, and she's been mentoring me, loving on me. And I just want to say thank you. And if you haven't purchased her books and read her books, should definitely do so. And if you are not um, prepared to have your tickets for the play, you should definitely do that as well. Anything she puts her hand on um, turns into magic. So I just want to say that I am proud of you, Teresa, and, you know, I'm like your number one supporter. If you post it, I share it for you, girl. So I just want to say I'm proud of you. This is a great interview. Thank you so much, Irina. I appreciate that. We love it. Thank you for coming. That is so nice. Yes. Thanks for calling and showing us support. It's so important. It really is. Now to the sister. What you got? What you got? You know, I'm ready. Thank God we're not on a podcast because I can't dance. He's going to tell her what she's going to say. What she got? Oh, ladies. I don't know what y'all talking about, but I'm not going to disappoint you. But first and foremost, Ooh. thank you guys so much for joining me and Alicia here on Let's Chat. As you know, we so appreciate you and everything that you guys do. And you know you have our support on a daily basis. And, and that's a given. But, uh, you know, we love having live excerpts on Let's Chat. And we want you ladies to feed off this story. You're going to feed off the story, oh, and I'm going to give you three three props, and you can add your own flavor to it. And tonight's props are some Oreos, some baby oil, and a bone saw. Let's go. Say the last one, the last clue. It's a bone saw. Have you ever seen those thriller movies like – they saw you a bone saw. right through like you a bone saw. saw. Look, look at this here. <laughs> now we're doing a bone saw and what now? Some Oreo, Oreo oil. And baby oil. Baby oil. <laughs> make Oreo it work, cookies. Oreo cookies and baby oil. Okay, and I that's bone it. saw. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's not tough for me. Because I'm going to put it's it down. for me either. All right, let's go, let's go, let's get it. Okay. Well, because, you know, we've been dating for a while, and I understand the Oreos might be your flavor, I'm going to let you have that. And while while you eat these Oreos, let me rub you down with this baby oil. But just remember, just remember it's feeling real good. And while this is feeling real good, close your eyes. Let that Oreo melt in your mouth. 
and then I'm going to start taking that bone saw, and I'm going to cut off a piece. That's what you get when you cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, girl. I love it. Okay, next. (laughs) Whoa, I had to get up out of my seat for that one, Leash. What? Yeah. Ooh, I love that one. Okay, what else, y'all? What else? Who's next? Okay, Storm, what you got? What you got? Bring it, well, Storm. You, well, you know, baby, I've always been your Oreo cookie. And oh. I got that cream in the middle to give to you, too. Only thing I need you to do is just come on over here with that baby oil and let me suck on that bone sauce. And I to you. Like you ain't never cut through anything before. And let me tell you, this Oreo cookie, not only is it sweet, but it's also got a little meat. <laughs> oh. Okay, <then. laughs> All right. Yeah. Y'all I wish that. It's you know with me, you well, know if it ain't naughty, it ain't nice. That's right. I you, you know, I'm all right. I knew it was nasty. coming. Let I it just be didn't nasty. know how. If not, send them to Starbucks for some coffee. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, y'all, y'all ladies took it there and went around the corner a couple of times. Ooh. Okay. We love that. We love it. We love it. We love it. Thank y'all for participating in that. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us tonight in the chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social media. Before you do that, we got a hand up. We got 267-648. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Connie. I'm I'm in Philadelphia. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. How are you today? We are good. We are good. Fabulous. Hi, Raven. How are you? Hi, Connie. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm listening to you being naughty. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't she good, though? Yes, she was. That was good, Connie. Wasn't that good? That was mm-hmm. awesome. Nice. And that's why we do what we do. You know, when we give props, the props are for the authors to take it in whatever creative direction they want to go in. That just allows the reader to get, to get a sense of what's, how your mind works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Connie, you know how my mind works. You read enough books of mine. <laughs> I, I sure do. I sure do. <laughs> Well, we thank but that's you for that instantaneous, you know, creativity, and that's what, like we just said, that instant you ladies came with those two stories instantly. That's that's brilliant. I love it. I do too. We appreciate you for calling in, Connie. All right, ladies, we thank you for coming thank and kicking with us today in the chat room. Shout out all of your social media where everybody can get your work. Teresa, let everybody know where they can purchase tickets to your play. You know what? The play is called Secrets of a Woman. It's going to be in Concord, and you can get it at www.teresamasonbrowning.com. And you can also get all of my work. If you'd like to pick me up for a speaking engagement, do that as well. And as you know, 
I'm on Facebook as MizAuthor T. And anywhere else on uh, Instagram, Twitter, I'm Miss Author T. Just want to say to you, phenomenal sisters. Every time I come on your show, I get a little, I get a little scared because I don't know what kind of stuff you gonna give me at the end. But I be prepared, and I want y'all to know I was over here sweating because I didn't know which direction y'all were gonna go in this evening. Just want to say thank you so much for having me and Raven. I am so honored to have. Uh, split this platform with you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. I feel the same way. Thank you. So I was a little worried at first because I said, what is wrong with these girls throwing me up here with with Christian writers and all this? No, I come out my mouth and I'm trying to be nice. So I really just know. You were you were phenomenal. We love, girl. It. we love it. We appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all for coming to kick it with us. We want y'all have a good night. Well, let me tell you my too. people where they can go Amazon. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Raven. Go ahead. Yeah, S Raven Storm, and it's the same thing for Facebook and Twitter. Is S Raven Storm? Um, I do have a new book that will be releasing soon, a witch's uh, proposition. But if you go on Amazon. I have plenty of books. I have eight books that's there, and please follow me on Amazon and Goodreads. Awesome. Well, we so appreciate you, ladies. And don't be scared when you come on Let's Chat. We just some ladies that love to read and have fun. So, you know, don't be sweating over there, but just keep that red cup handy. <laughs> because they you know what it is. That's what that's what draws readers in. Your confidence when you're writing and creating <laughs> along with along with the the energy oh, that yeah. you bring, you know, it it, it it grabs readers. It pulls us in. We wanna hear all yeah. that. When your mind is twisted, it's like, Ooh, that's gonna be good. Let me go let mm-hmm. me go see what she's talking about. And that's part of that's part of allowing your book to have legs. Um, your personality. Yeah. And and the yeah. the grind you have and the ambition and the push behind why you do what you do and so we appreciate you mm-hmm. ladies for entertaining us and coming to kick it in Thank here with you. us and y'all know y'all are welcome anytime. Absolutely. Thank y'all. Y'all be blessed. And y'all have a blessed evening, everyone. Oh, you have a blessed one as well. <laughs> you too, Raven. You. I'm gonna reach out to you. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Love it, love it. Absolutely, that's what we do. Connect. Mm. We love Mm -hmm. it. We got our next fabulous guest. Now, this one, y'all, K-Sweet, she is so sweet. I met her for the first time at the Atlanta Kickback. Super Mm -hmm. sweet, super sweet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show. Hello, how are you? Hey, Kate, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. Now, for all of those who are not familiar with you, tell everybody a little bit about your dynamic pen and your literary journey. Okay. Well, I am currently an urban literature writer. Um, I am signed to S. Vaughn, um, also known as Shalane Presents. Um, I write... I try my best to be as real life relatable as possible. I am from Miami, Florida. 
Um, so I try to just like keep the dynamic of stuff that I've seen growing up mm-hmm. and turning it to something fantastic for somebody to read. But I want it to be like, oh well, you know, I know a girl like that, or you know, that was my cousin back in the day. Stuff like that. I try to make it as real as possible. Mhm. Now this is Tony uh, K. Now, why are you wanting to keep your story? as real as possible, what challenges do, do you come across in order to, to sustain that, that realness? The challenges that I have is, like, with me, because everybody, a lot of people that know me, they automatically assume that you're talking about them. Oh. It may be, like, you know how people just feel like, oh, my gosh, she airing out my business. But not necessarily it's your business. You know, I tweak it a little bit. It may be something I have seen or I draw from, and then I just let it flow from there. But I just wanted to make it seem like, because, you know, some of these stories I read, because I'm a reader, too, they be so far-fetched, and you like, that ain't really happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've come across a few of those. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, you know, I want it to be relatable so that when you're reading it, it's more personal to you because it feels like, man, you know, that was me with this dude mm-hmm. that was talking to me out, but I loved him so much. And but some of these stories be, I'd be like, whoa, like I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> so I read the poet to be, you know, where you can imagine like, oh, okay, that could have been me at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know somebody like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Not this old fairy tale stuff. This we're not Disney. I'd rather keep it <laughs> real. <laughs> Absolutely. So I wanna go back though. I wanna go back to the first time you picked up that pen. What was going on in your world? And what was that one thing that made you say, I'm about to go and, and do this? Well, I actually started writing I want to say back in middle school, but my writing was mostly geared towards, like, music. I would write down a song in a heartbeat. Like, I used to walk around with notebooks and notebooks of just songs and poems. And then um, when I got into high school, I actually started writing for the newspaper. And actually, my um, English teacher was like, well, maybe you should write. I was like, oh, ain't writers ain't making no money. I'm trying to be out here singing and touring the world. I mean, I'm not thinking about writing no books. And then, like, um, I want to say probably, like, four or five years ago, I was going through some stuff, and something just told me to pick up that pen and go to writing. And I found that love again for me writing, but it was for me telling a story. So it was the same that I was doing with music. I just had other avenues and I found it to be that I can get more in depth with it because I can utilize these characters and the way they started talking to me I was like whoa maybe she was right so maybe I need to do something so I set out to you know follow Mm -hmm. my dream and I have my first series released and looking to release many more That's wonderful. This is Tony Kay. You know, they say songs and, and, and writing books are kind of parallel. Did you find yourself kind of going back into your to your song book and kind of creating stories from certain lines maybe that you had come across that were passionate that you were passionate about? Yeah, most definitely because a lot of the music that I did write was more like was more like based on what I was going through. 
at that time. So, you know, like when you're a teen and you think you're in love, you're writing some stuff and <laughs> all your Prince Charming and all this stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I noticed that the, the readers, like, you know, they like these suave guys. I was like, well, maybe mm-hmm. I need to write about some of this. You know, when I was in love with so-and-so. So let me put this mm-hmm. in here. So mm-hmm. that's, that's how I end up yeah. tying it in. That team love. <laughs> right. But I love him, man. He loves me. Girl, go on, sit down somewhere. <laughs> exactly. And then a whole nother year later, it'd be somebody new. <laughs> right. I exactly. get it. I get it. <laughs> now, where, do you, where does your, I know you, you pull from your life experiences, but I know you be spilling a little tea sometimes. You, you dress it up, but. When you get those phone calls, what do you tell them? When they like, hey, I know page 82 is me. What do you, what do you tell them? A lot of the time, because it'd be mostly like family and close friends, I'd be like, listen, baby, y'all helping my career. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shout you out in the acknowledgments. <laughs> Right, exactly. Nobody but me. I didn't put your name. I chose another name. <laughs> so that's how I usually it. But Absolutely. a lot of them they know they know it be them. Like you should like you shouldn't have did your dirt around me. I gotta use it. I'm sorry. Right. Put a disclaimer that out now. Don't think that what you tell me, you know, it's gonna stay between the two of us because y'all do know I write. <laughs> right, and if if I see it, you know, as interesting, somebody else said, child, really? Guess what? Somebody else don't think. Because yeah. my actually, like my first series was based around, and a lot of people don't know it. Like the person who was involved, he kind of know. It was kind of like based upon. My my personal relationship, you know, I elaborated some more and added some extra stuff, but it was based upon my mm-hmm. actual relationship. And once he got wind of the book, he was like, you really did me dirty. I was like, I just told the facts. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said, I the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> right, you gotta, but see, you gotta hit them, you know, them ones. You gotta hit them with, well, I know what you said, I know what you did, and I know what you failed to do. So, the fact that it ended up in the book, I can't do nothing about that. I'm just stating what happened. Right, to I, my I, eyes. <laughs> right, he was like, you just made me out to be the bad guy. I was like, well, at that time, you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I only stated my truth. I can't, I ain't want to fabricate it. But yeah. in the end, I told him, I said, well, in the end, the the readers loved you anyway, even though you, you know, you wasn't that great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope the real names weren't used. <laughs> say, right, though, no, real names was not great. used. <laughs> now, when you sit down to write, where do you, I know, where do you get your character names from? You know what I'm saying? You know, you do you, is there like something quirky you do to to prepare um, your character names? 
outside of the characteristics that come from people that you know or your personal experiences. You know, names have to fit characters. Where do you get your names right. from that, that fit your character so well? A, a lot of the time, um, it, like, just comes to me. Like, I don't know. I, for some reason, like, people think I'm crazy now because I kind of be going back and forth with myself, but I hear them in my head. And they be telling me stuff. So it kind of, like, comes to me, like, the series that uh, I'm working on now, from out of nowhere, the name Boone just kept showing up everywhere. And I was like, why do I keep seeing this name? And then once I started writing, it just took on a life of its own. So I was like, well, maybe Boone's supposed to come to life. Absolutely. Look, they thank kept talking you. to you. Mhm. Now, how has your pen grown since the first time you picked it up? Um, I would say I have grown a lot. Um, because I, after like before my first series, I was featured in a few books. So I'm, I'm still kind of like the newbie out there, and it's kind of hard when you're a new author because everybody's like, "Oh, I don't know her. I need to give her a shot." So I was like, you know what, my biggest thing is I don't want to write just to please other people. If it doesn't feel good to me, I'm not, like, I'm not sitting well with it, and I won't be able to finish it. So I just try to stay, like, true to me and write from my heart. So I feel like I've grown a lot because I've even – started writing another book and I kind of stepped over into the erotica because I was kind of afraid of it like I do sex scenes and stuff but erotica okay. is a whole nother level but hmm. I, I ended up writing and I was like you know what this is an outlet I can be me I can just lay it all out on the line they might be looking at me sideways like hey sweet's a little freak on the low but you know <laughs> <That> I'm <works. laughs> But I'm being, you know, I'm being me. I'd rather just get it out. So I feel like I've grown a lot within these two years of it just not being, you know, stuff I've written in a book to my face being out there and my name being known. I'm stepping my game up pretty much. I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. And if have you ever written anything that you want to go back and change? Like, is there something in your book you're like, hmm, I, I don't think I should have did that like that. Do you ever have those moments? I actually did because um, with my my first series, with the part two, I, it, to me personally, a lot of the readers loved it, but to me personally, I didn't like it. I feel like I rushed it. I literally, like, wrote that book in, like, two and a half weeks. When my first book, took me like six to eight months and I don't like rushing because then I feel like I'm just doing whatever I'm not letting it flow I'm just pretty much just filling words on the paper so I feel like if I would have sat back and took the time then I would have would have appreciated my part two a lot more I mean it's good it's real juicy they love the drama but I just didn't honestly, like, agree with it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And that's the whole point about being an author. You're able to go back in and redo your catalog at any time you see fit. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and there's nothing wrong well. with that. But see, you done already spilt the beans, child. You done spilt <laughs> the beans in the tea. And you know, here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun. And you done let us know we can get real fun with you. So I'm excited <laughs> for what she got. All right, Miss Sweets. And I'm going to just leave that last name resonating in the chat room this evening. But first and foremost, thank you so much okay. for joining me, Alicia, tonight. We have enjoyed having you here. Now, like thank we said, you. we're not sure how much of the previous uh, segment of the show you heard. <laughs> I heard a little bit. We, I heard a little bit. Oh, okay. Just be prepared. We love hearing live excerpts here. Okay. And uh, we want you to use all of your all of your writing talents, whether what whatever genre it may be, to use these three props I'm going to give you. And I'm going to stick with these Oreos tonight, but your other two props are some thigh-high boots. Okay. And so you have Oreos, a thigh-high boot, and uh, let's use a tiara with those boots. A tiara? Yes. Okay. A diamond okay. tiara. Okay, okay. Um, let me see. 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 Let me takes her lips and places it on his cheek. He looks at her as if she was crazy, not knowing this woman at all. But she didn't care because her swag was on 10, and she knew that all the men wanted her. She pranced around the room as the Oreo gentleman watched her glide across the floor. It was not too long before he joined her in the corner to find out a little more. Mm. You know, I love that spin you did with the Oreo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Thank ah, you. Thank you. That was awesome. Mm, she just worked those red leather boots in there. All right, now, <laughs> <Absolutely>. please. Her in the red leather boots. Yeah. And, uh, and the Oreo gentleman, I would have never with that. Oh, that that's a new one. That, that, that was a good one. Not a cookie. Uh, not the cookie. She's got the a whole person, gentleman. Yeah, a whole person. The whole person was the Oreo. The whole pack. I need the whole pack. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social y'all. media. We we had a good time. You know what? We got to have you back on. I want you to shout out your book where everybody can get them. Okay. You can cop my books on Amazon. The title is I'll Always Be Loving You, Forever His Writer, Part 1 and 2. My social media, you can find me at K-Sweets on Facebook, K-Sweets on Instagram, K-Sweets, Sweet K. On Snapchat, and trust me, my Snapchat be lit. Oh, all um, right now. 
And you can also find me on Twitter at the Real K Sweet. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Kay. We really appreciate you. And like we said, we got to have you back, girl, because uh, this is always thank a home. You. you can come back here anytime. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. Oh, we enjoyed you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Now, you can put some red boots in your book if you would like. That is okay. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Mr. Oreo as well. Yeah. Oh, so yes. Mr. Oreo on the He's already coming. He's already coming. <laughs> oh, all right now. Y'all better get ready. It. Uh, Oreo man. <laughs> right. <laughs> we want you to have a good you. evening. Thank you so much. You too. Okay, good night. These ladies are bringing the excerpts tonight, girl. Between these, wait, they kicked it off, Miss Raven and Miss Teresa. And Miss Kays is right there bringing it up, girl. Isn't it awesome? (laughs) So I'm excited because we have our next guest. Uh oh, my screen just went out. What happened? You got, oh, hold on. Okay. Screen locked up on. All right, we got our next fabulous guest. Now, this guest, she is the best of two worlds. She is an mm-hmm. actress, she is an author, and she is the fabulous Brianna Cole. Welcome. Hey, hey, ladies. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the chat room. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. You are so you, um, I want to say this is the second time you've been on our show. Didn't we have her on here last year or the year before? I think you did have me on here with my first book when it came out. When I was yes. working at the flyer with you ladies, I said, I'm pretty sure I did an interview before. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell us what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen since the last time you was in the chat room. Oh, my goodness. Just a little bit of everything. I'm just, like, going full-blown into my passions here. You know, I have two. I have writing and I have acting. So since we last spoke, I got picked up by um, Kensington for a three-book deal. And so I have been, like you, really excited about Mm -hmm. that. So um, it's definitely different transitioning into traditional publishers, you know, as opposed to indie publishers. So, um, it's a lot, but I'm excited about that. And then been doing a lot more acting, getting in front of the camera, um, and just trying to combine those two passions. Mm. Wow. You've been yeah, busy since you've been, been in the chat room. <laughs> I have. I've been busy. So mm. how, tell us how you got into acting. How did that happen? You said how I did what? How you got into acting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been acting since um, probably the seventh grade, but I've done a lot of theater. So mainly with this year, I said I wanted to to try something a little bit different. I've been kind of getting more in front of the camera. Like, so I started, um, I got some headshots, I got my resume together, found me a, um, an agent in the Southeast area and just started submitting myself for different roles, trying to get more experience um, and just kind of really get my face out there. 
so um, mm-hmm. like I said, I've been doing theater for the longest, all throughout middle school, high school, and college. And I said, as much as I love the stage, I love the camera even more. So I was really, really excited when um, in June, earlier this summer, I was picked up for one of the episodes of Fatal Attraction, the victim um, on uh, Fatal Attraction Season 8, Episode 2. So mm-hmm. that's going to be amazing when that comes out. I can't wait to see it. So, again, just been kind of doing a lot more. And even with my book trailer, I actually started my own book trailer for my upcoming release. So I did start as, start as the lead character for that. Um, so, yeah, just been kind of really just grinding it, getting it out there, uh, trying to expose myself to the industry and learn at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, Thank remember, you. when it comes out, to tag Lisa and I so we can help share it on our platform as well because that's so oh. exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so now you got these books, so you, you got mm-hmm. your pen. Have you ever thought about going into um, script writing or writing for a a bigger platform, like for a show or anything of that? Yeah, type? I've actually considered that, and that's kind of in the works of what I have for next year. Kind of a twofold thing. Um, my upcoming release mm-hmm. has actually been um, optioned to be made into a movie. So um, I'll be, yeah, so I'll be kind of working hand in hand with the producers and everything as we kind of get that project rolling. And then my next big venture, so I can combine writing and acting, I'm finishing up writing a play that I would like to produce starting here in Atlanta. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I've, I've dabbled in the, the script writing a little bit, just going to try to expand a little bit more and, um, you know, do a Bigger audience, like you said, absolutely. Mhm. That's awesome. Thank you. Now, how mm-hmm. has your pen grown? How has your pen grown from the time that you sat down to pick it up for the first time, and now? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's, I've definitely grown as a writer. I must say, um, I actually started out when I was younger. I started writing more poetry, short stories, you know, kind of just really trying to, quote, unquote, find myself. And then I used those poems to start a greeting card business in high school from, like, 2003 to 2005. I said, well, maybe that's what I want to do, like a greeting card business. And um, while fun, fun, I said, well, no, that's that's a good option, but, you know, I want to do more. I think it's something else. I'm, again, I'm still trying to find myself. Then I got into college, switched my major a few times trying to figure out which um, route I wanted to take and finally settled on um, a writing and linguistics degree from Georgia Southern. That way I could do a lot with different types of writing. So I got um, lots of experience with creative writing, technical and professional writing, screenwriting, you know, just a little bit of everything, business writing, just to kind of get that under my belt. And then I said, well, maybe I wanted to open my own magazine. So I started doing more journalism and things like that. And then finally, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? <laughs> I was like, no, this is too formal. I want more creative freedom. So that's when I kind of got back to my stories and just really uh, started going from there, writing my, my books. My first book that was published, uh, Heartbreaker, that was in March of 2015. That was under um, Life Changing Books, an indie publisher. And it was good. It was um, it was actually a very uh, successful series, but it um, – 
they kind of branded me as an erotica author. And that really wasn't mm-hmm. what I wanted, but it just kind of, I don't know, fell into my lap. And it just worked because that worked for me and I was good at it. And then I said, mm-hmm. um, well, I don't mind the erotica genre. I'm all for that. But personally, I don't even like to read sex scenes. I don't like to write them. <laughs> so I was like, this is very, very interesting for me. But my passion, which is I'm very, very excited about my upcoming release, it really stretched me to kind of get into, um, well, put me back in my comfort zone and what I really, really enjoy, which is like uh, suspense and psychological thrillers. That's where I am. Like that's, that's, yeah, so it's completely different from, obviously, erotica, but I was like, that's what I like, that suspense, that, you know, the puzzle, the, the what's going on type of thing and the plot twist. That's me. That's who I need to be. So, um, so yeah, I've definitely grown, and I've tried my hand at different things, trying to find myself as a writer and what works for me. But, you know, it's all been a mm-hmm. learning experience, and I've kind of equipped myself with different tools, you know, for my little arsenal, my little belt here, um, you know, that I can use should I need to. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, Brianna, this is Tony. What's your expansive uh, array of, of various things that you've tried? I want to ask you, your writing, since you have been mm-hmm. in front of the camera and you do write, do you tend mm-hmm. to see your writing and kind of see it on the screen or does it kind of influence your writing at all? Mm-hmm. It does. It does have an influence because the way I see it, whether I'm writing or whether I'm acting, I'm bringing a story and characters to life, either through my narrative or through my performance. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it really goes hand in hand, and it does help with the creative process because when I'm writing these words, I want them to jump off the page. I want them to resonate. I want, you know, these people mm. to be walking, talking, living beings because that's where they are to me. They talk to me. I mean, people don't really believe that, but they do. They have full-blown conversations, and um, they just almost write their own story. It's just amazing mm-hmm. to me, um, even when I'm outlining, you know, initially what I want to happen, and as I get into the story, it just kind of starts taking its own turn because these characters start like I think they're coming to life and they're just kind of writing their own stories and it just really, really works. And um, so, yeah, I definitely keep that in mind as I'm writing. I try to just, cause I'm a reader first. I know, I know it's cliche and a lot of authors say that, but I really am. I've been reading since I was like five years old and mm-hmm. I, I know what I like to read. And I know, you know, as a reader, how I want to perceive things and how I want things to be presented to me. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. like you say, I'm also thinking about, different mediums, if this were to become movies or become a play or a TV show right. or a documentary or something, you know, mm-hmm. is this transferable? Is this something that, you know, are these one of these characters that people will love or hate or love to hate, you know? Is that, you know, they're, mm-hmm. are they um, somebody strong enough to, to kind of cross different mediums? So, yeah, absolutely keep mm-hmm. that in mind. That's awesome. And this is still telling you once again, uh, Brianna, with that mm-hmm. Um, being said, do you feel that you'll go into a story and you have this already plotted out, but those characters are talking in your head and they take you on a totally different, <laughs> totally different road? How how do you yes. have that? <laughs> yes, I just go with it. See, that's part of my creative process. I just I have an outline, just a very you know like a really skimpy little skeleton of things that I know I would like to happen in order for the story to work. But it's nothing mm-hmm. very specific. It's nothing very, you know, 
It's not a lot. It's just a little bitty, just little bitty bullet points. Okay, I know I need this. I know I need this. I know I need this. So as I get into it, then, yes, they absolutely start to, to come to life. And I just go with it. I just go with it and just make it work because I don't want to fight for my characters. And I find a lot that happens when I'm doing my revisions. Like, prime example, my first book, Heartbreaker. The the edition that I sent to my publisher, like from the from the giddy up, was not at all at all what hit the bookshelves because after it went through so many revisions and things like that, certain characters just just kind of stood out more and just came out more. And I'm like, you know what? They have a story to be, you know that needs to be told too. Don't just kind of you know smother their little voice you know they need to and i enjoy that that is the fun part to me when i really see these um characters just take shape in their stories and they're just like i said it's like its own little world there and i and i that to me that makes for an even more successful story when i allow mm. that freedom for my characters mm, i love it <laughs> mm, now mm. i have this is Lisha. i have a question for you Okay. What is the between acting and being an author? Because really, it's a little bit of the same thing. You got you become a character mm-hmm. in your head mm-hmm. uh, and a character mm-hmm. in real life. Where mm-hmm. does your um, your passion come from? Where do you draw from? Oh my goodness! I think my passion just kind of comes from just the the real world and, and just from reading and different things that happen because, you know, my stories are not that far-fetched, you know, they're not, you know, and I'm all much kudos to, you know, Harry Potter and, and things like that as far as fantasy goes, but for me, I draw my inspiration just from walking down the street and hearing different conversations and seeing things like that, like my little, my little slogan now is the the literary drama queen because that kind of encompasses both the writing and the acting aspect of who I am that that's just it's just it just got to come out I don't know I don't even know where it stems from but as far as inspiration goes I just pull from just everyday life and just kind of I question myself and I question well, what if what if like prime example my upcoming release is called the wives we play and it's about the web of deception that takes place in a polyamorous relationship in the African-American mm. community. So mm. I got the idea for that. I happened to wake up in the middle of the night. This is like one of those, it, you know, it's like it was almost like a, a dream. It was just, it just had to happen. But I woke up in the middle of the night, and one of my favorite shows is Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta. That was on, and I just so happened to half dozing, half listening, and one of the women said, well, we're looking for – a, a wedding dress for our husband. We're marrying him oh. in two months. And I was like, wait, what did she say? <laughs> so, and I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, let's think about this a little bit more. And it just kind of started stewing and started really, you know, settling on me. And I was just like, huh, that would be a great story to delve into. I haven't read much of that, something different, something fresh, something unique, but it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like one of those things that you just kind of like, well, things like taboo a little bit, you know, but it happens. And then, you know, I told my my agent, I told my literary agent, I said, some people are in a 
a poly relationship and don't, you know, and they know they are. They just don't care. You know how when you got the, you the wife and you know your man got a side chick and you doing all that problem and you know y'all all in a relationship. Stop playing. Girl. You just, you <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it just would be interesting to, you know, to kind of touch on that, especially when it comes to the African-American community. Like, you know, we've watched Sister Wives and, you know, things like that, but and it just kind of opened a whole new door for me as far as delving into different things that I wanted to know more about just because it was so taboo mm-hmm. and it's not so publicized. So now we're looking at open relationships and swingers and, you know, all of this kind of revolt just from that, that little brief TV show that I watched for just a little snippet, you know, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night one day. So, and I just mm-hmm. go with it. I just, I just, I just jump on it. When I get something, a little nugget, I just, I just jump on it, like Heartbreaker. <laughs> heartbreaker, I don't know if y'all remember, but that's the story about a woman who is paid to bait men and tempt them and see if they'll cheat with her. That's her business. She runs a Heartbreaker oh, I business. I remember that. Yeah, so Ooh. it was like when it crossed my mind, um, I think that one crossed my mind when I was having a conversation with a friend and we were talking about is it a sign of distrust to go through your man's, you know, um, social media accounts, to go through his phone. So we were kind of like, you know, talking back and forth with yeah no kind of doesn't mean things doesn't mean you're insecure and it just kind of started developing from there like okay well how far would you go to actually see if your man was cheating like would you you know and I started thinking about like Maury and they have the green room where they're setting these people up you know see so you would be surprised where these stories I did just everyday stuff that we all see and are exposed to you just kind of start thinking and it just starts coming to life Mm. Wow, there's a story anywhere. You got mine over there, don't you? Yes, I love it. (laughs) So, well, you know, here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun. Okay. And since we know your mind is fun, this is going to be fun. Oh, goodness. I'm scared. All right. (laughs) I'm excited. So just just loosen up. Do your little nap roll. Loosen up your shoulders. This is time. Whatever direction you want to take it in, how far you want it, it's up to you. 
We got our popcorn. We ready. <laughs> we ready. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. <laughs> And action. Right. Hold on, I'm thinking. I got a good thing with a start. I'm coming with it. Hold on. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> Can, oh, by the way, do I have to censor myself on the show? Do I have to watch. Like, no, ma'am. Oh, no. No, ma'am. Not at all. Oh. Not at all. No, ma'am. Okay. okay. All right. Girl, I can't believe this nigga is not answering his phone, Sandra told me. I was like, what do you mean? Girl, I have been calling him all day. And he called himself being funny trying to send me the voicemail like I don't know where he stays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said as I munched on my Oreos. Okay, all right. So what you want to do about it? Girl, I don't know. I think we need to go over there because I just have this, this feeling Something is going on, even though he claims it's nothing. And I'm saying, yeah, she right. That's my girl. You know I support you. I'm all for it. Let's go ride by. Let's see what's going on. She said, all right, let's do it. We get in the car. She got her, she got her, uh, her hat on. She got her T-shirt. She got her blue jeans. And, you know, I had to strap up in my I had to put on my little capris, you know, just in case anything. I need to make sure I'm got my legs stretched out in case I need to just kind of go off on them. Put on my tank top. And just for good measure, I grabbed the machete because you never know. You never know where shit going down when we got to pull up on somebody. And then I didn't even like his ass anyway. So I was glad we were going over to take care of some business. We get in the car. It's not too dark. It's not too dark. It's maybe like mm, 6 o'clock, just kind of going into the evening. We riding through, listening to music. I'm like, turn it down, girl. We got to concentrate. We got to think. We got to kind of go go with everything, kind of go over how we going to do this. She said, all right, turn the music down. What you thinking, girl? I said, listen, we got to play this off. We got to play this off good because you can't look suspicious because you don't want him thinking it's you. It ain't you, girl. It's him. So we got to make sure we just make this look as simple and easy as possible. We don't want no problem. Just in case it ain't nothing, we ain't going to give him a reason to be mad at you, girl, because it's not you. She said, you right. You right, Bree. You right. You right. All right. So what you thinking? I say, okay. You go up in there. Okay. Just knock on the door. Make it look casual. Make it look casual. In fact, take your clothes off. She said, what? I said, take your clothes off and put on a jacket. Make it seem like you're coming over there like sexual, like you're trying to surprise them. She's like, you're right. You're right. We pull over. She get undressed, got the little trench coat out the back. I said, all right. I said, now, we're going to ease on up. I said, I'll stay in the car. You got to give me a hint. You got to give me a sign. In case something pop off, you know. Otherwise, I'll just roll on off. We assume everything is all right. But if he up to no good, you need to give me a sign. She said, "You right, you right. I'll give you a sign. I'll give you a sign." I said, "Okay, let's do this. Pull on up. The house looked kind of dark. We looking out through the, looking out through the windows of the car. I don't see nothing. It don't look too bad. It don't look too bad. 
she get on out the car. I said, all right, shh, make it look easy. Make it look like you just being sexual. You over here trying to see your man. She said, I got you. You right. You right. She goes. She knock on the door. She don't answer. She knock again. She don't answer. She's looking back at me like, what do I do? I said, go around to the back. Look through the window. She said, all right. She go around through the back. Look through the window. She come back out. I don't see nothing. What do we do? I said, I think I see something that's moving up in that window up there. Let's just go in there. We got to go in there. She said, you sure? What about what you said about look? I said, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. He in there. He being funny. He in there. He being funny. I said, let's go in there. We go around through the back together. We picking the locks, kind of trying to jiggle a little bit and sneak in. It's dark. We kind of creeping around, trying not to make too much noise, trying not to squeak on the on the uh, floor, going on up the steps. I hear something. I hear like a squeaking noise. And I said, you hear that? Shh, look. He up there. Somebody up there. She said, you right. You right. Come on. We go up there, pushing through the door. And we see her man with another man handcuffed on the bed. I said, this motherfucker's on the down low. I told you, bitch. I told you something was going on. I told you something was going on. And she was like, ain't that a bitch? Free, get the machete. They asses is gone today. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Y'all so funny. <laughs> That's the yeah, best I can well, do. Look, <laughs> y'all are so funny. Good. That's the best. Look, look, with no kind of preparation, did I include all the? Did I include all the little props, y'all? Girl, <laughs> yes, you went yes. off the track with that. Oh, I'm sitting <laughs> on the edge of my seat. I love the back dialogue, so leash. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is this really something she's working on? Wait a minute, I'm on Amazon trying to find trying to find it today. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are a mess. What's she working on? Y'all are That was awesome. Thank y'all. That was a good Uh, little little exercise. Look at you. You were just, you were flawless, Brianna. You were flawless, I was like, I said, we just going to go with it. Look, it just was coming. I said, we just going to go with it. Oh, Oh, thank you, ladies. I appreciate that. That That was fun. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sitting here reeling. We want to see that in the book. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> the compliments of the ladies of Let's Chat. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Thank you. We appreciate you coming to take time out. We know you busy. You be having stuff to do, moves to make. We want you to shout out all of your social media where everybody can grab your books and when we can see you on the television. Absolutely. Thanks again, ladies. It was great. It was my pleasure. Come, I love to come back anytime. <laughs> um, anytime you, you can find me welcome. anytime. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all can find me all over Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The same, um, the same uh, 
name, uh, B. Cole Author, B as in Brianna Cole, C-O-L-E, Author, A-U-T-H-O-R. Instagram is Twitter, at B. Cole Author. And then my new release, The Wiles We Play, is available for pre-order now wherever books are sold. So grab it on Amazon, Books A Million, Walmart, what have you. It's all over the Internet now. So The Wiles We Play. And go visit my YouTube channel, Spiceable, S-P-I-C-E-A-U-A-L, Spiceable TV. You can see The Wiles We Play trailer. Just pop it in your Google. It'll come right on up. The Wiles We Play book trailer so you can really see what we're going to be doing when um, we get that movie off the ground it's a little bit of a taste there but the book does drop uh in january and it's a three mm-hmm. book series so and then i have to mm. let you know when i get on fatal attraction they just finished season seven so when the new season starts season eight i'm on episode two <laughs> so look out for your girl awesome. brianna cole i'm trying to be everywhere <laughs> awesome Oh, yes, and, of course, everything is on my website also, com. of course. <laughs> awesome, that branding. <laughs> yes, look, I'm just like, Brianna Cole, I just want you to see. Brianna Cole, the literary drama queen, remember me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate we so you, Brianna, so much. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, ladies. Thank you all so much. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a phenomenal weekend, and um, until next time. Mm-hmm. We got to come up with a, some more good ones for her. Uh, you know, now oh, good. Right. we, we got to challenge you next time. <laughs> that was a challenge. When she stuck the Oreos <laughs> with the machete, I was like, how are we going <laughs> to loop this together? <laughs> but you looped it. You looped it. All of our ladies did awesome yes. tonight. That was good. That was good. I was like, what is this? Is this is this how she- the movie she in, something going on. Where did she get this? Oh, it was good. It was good. And you was excited. That was making it so good. Look, was I'm so getting into character. Look, y'all should have seen me. I'm in the mirror. Look, I'm in the mirror pacing like, yeah, we finna get this nigga. We finna get him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We yeah. so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. You are welcome back anytime. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. Love y'all. Love you more. I have a great weekend. Hi, right. right, you too. This was great. Bye. Okay. Fairly, <laughs> our ladies tonight, they put on a show. All yes. four of girls' night phenomenal. was phenomenal. Yes, this is great. We we love girls' night. We love girls' night. Not, not to say anything against the fellas. We love y'all too, but when the girls get together, it's always a good time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, make sure y'all check out the archives if you miss any part of this show, because we started it off with uh, Raven Storm and Arthur Teresa Brown, and they kicked it off in a phenomenal way. And then the beautiful Miss K Sweets came on, and that woman, that Arthur Ashley, Brianna Cole, she took it out the park. And then the chat room episode this evening. Man, it was phenomenal. I guess I that's all I can say, Lise. I really enjoyed our show tonight. This is fun. Yes, this is fun. So we want to see y'all next week. Next week we got the fabulous J.B. Vampo, Shatea Sims, Arthur Rain, Bri- uh, Bianca Harrison, Laquana Jones, and Kay Roche. So we're excited. We're going to have another girls' week. We're going to come and kick it with us in the chat room. We welcome y'all. 
We want to appreciate y'all for always listening and supporting us. We thank you guys, and we will see y'all next week. Have a great weekend. This is State of Emergency. Bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to do? I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.